0: Yo, it's King David here, and this is The Fallon Show, once again, coming live and direct. Um, so yeah, today's episode is gonna be um, on my continuing series, alright, so I've done a little series, you know, of my time in um, in different supermax or high security units um, in Melbourne, so I've already done one on Acacia, which is up at Barwon. So today's episode is going to be on our Port Phillip Charlotte unit. All right. So, yeah, so basically solitary in um, in Melbourne, it's called long-term management. Um, there's different long-term management units across the state. You've got a couple up at Barwon. you know, Acacia, Malaluca, um, Elyria, Banksia. Um, you've got uh Exford at MRC and then you've got Charlotte in our Port Phillip so Charlotte's definitely the one that you don't want to go to it's the lowest out of all of them so if in Melbourne if you want to do like long-term management if you're if you're in the slot um you definitely want to get up to Barwon because they've got like gyms there and there you can use and um you know just even though it is solitary it's just it's a bit better at Barwon but at Port Phillip, you've got Charlotte unit. Alright, so Charlotte is, um, it's a big unit. There's over like 20 cells there in Charlotte unit. Like that was like our unit. So say with like the gang, you know, with GFAM, that was like our headquarters really. So basically Charlotte unit is where like it, it it's a long story of how the gang got started, but it, it became what it is now inside that unit you know, because we were all there together. There was a bunch of us, you know, Islander boys down there. And um, that was when we sort of really start. we really became, you know, what we are now and our presence really grew. Um, so yeah, a lot of boys get recruited down there. Um, you know, like back with the last time I was there, like the gang, like we had like the whole top tier the whole, the whole top tier was all us, you know, so half the unit, you know, like that, at that time, like it was crazy because every single like slot or long-term management across Victoria or Supermax, we had like half the unit, you know, you're like, you'd have all these different people, a couple of bikies and this and that, and then just the rest of the unit would just be our boys you know and um like when we first started that was like unheard of you know like now that's just normal you know it's normal that we have a lot of boys in there but at that time it was pretty unheard of we really changed how corrections deals with islanders you know which we weren't we weren't planning to do that you know but it is that's what ended up happening you know like it got to the point where like if an islander comes through the prison system i think it's still like this if an islander comes through the prison system, SMU or like sentence management who do your classifications and all of that, like they'll just ask you straight away if you're a member of GFAM. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's like. Like if you're an islander, they'll ask you. And then it's just like, why would you even do that? You know what I mean? Like you're asking people that have never even been to jail before. First timers if they're a member of a prison gang, you know, like it's just corrections is funny you know how they work but they they just exacerbate the problem as well by doing stuff like that you know but yeah so yeah again you know Charlotte unit that's where the the gang really got started when you're when you're walking down there from the mainstream units you walk down like this long as corridor you know and if you've got shackles on that walk takes ages but they'll walk you down this long corridor they'll walk you past the the Nuffy unit which is like I forgot the name. I think it's St. John's or St. Paul's, which is for like the mentally unstable people. To the left, you got Borrowdale, which is like the slot, but it's a bit, it's one up from the slot. So they call it intermediate regime unit. But that sucks there too as well. I'll I'll speak on that unit um, on another episode. And yeah, basically they march you down this long corridor and that's when you get to Charlotte um but yeah charlotte goes off a lot of nights you know especially if the screws are you know mucking around because what happens is they'll like take their time off the run out sometimes because the thing is when you get two hours out of your cell if the if the screws coming in you know 10 20 minutes late that's 20 that's 10 20 minutes off your run out you know so if they if they keep doing stuff like that the unit does go off people will start setting their cells on fire because what happens is if you because it's solitary confinement, if you want to have a blue with the screws, if you want to fight them, you'll have to come up with a reason for them to open your cell door. And a lot of that time, that's by lighting your cell on fire. Um, so yeah, you, you go to the PowerPoint. You know, there's things you can do to start a fire, and then light your mattress up on fire. And then as soon as the as soon as the officers um, open the door, you just you just go at it. Um, you can also flood the cell. So what happens there is on the top tier, say we'll all agree, we'll we'll all agree like, oh look, we're gonna, we're gonna flood the tier. So what happens there is you put a towel under your door and then you just turn your shower on, turn the sink on and you just block up the holes that the water goes through, you know, the drains and then the water just starts building up. As long as you've jammed the towel under the door, the water builds builds up, builds up, builds up. But... when the whole tier's doing it, then, like, so say everybody on the tier's doing it, you know, so the water's coming up, the water's coming up in each and every cell, and then, boom, what will happen is one of the boys, if it's high enough, then the boys will yell out, oh, that's us, and then, bam, everyone will lift their towel, and um, the water just pours off the tier like a waterfall, Like Like, it's just, like, imagine that on the tier, like, you know 10 cells 12 cells just water pouring out everywhere straight off the tear onto the ground and i swear like the first time i did that first time i heard it i was like man like because it sounds like an actual huge waterfall you know just water pouring out and um like that's just the stuff you do in the slot you know just to sort of get your point across you know you start setting off the fire alarms doing all that sort of stuff it's um because the thing is when you set off the fire alarm as well, it's a massive fine because if the if the fire if the fire when the fire brigade gets there, they'll charge you for that. Um, if you smash up your cell, everything you've smashed your chair, your TV, you get charged for that. But it doesn't matter. But that's that's what they do. You know they'll they'll, they'll they end up charging you for everything. Um. But yeah, that's sort of a little taste of Charlotte unit. Again, a lot of people break down there. It's not a nice place to be, you know, Um, it's definitely not a nice place to be, especially if you're on drugs, you know, like I've been down there, you know, using drugs every day, getting cooked, you know, and it's just, it's it's no good. It's no good for your mental state. Um, You've got got the spine there though as well. So there's a section of the, the unit called the spine which is like a corridor of cells and that's where, where you go to when you first get to the slot so you'll do 28 days loss of privileges from there you'll either get cleared back out into the main or you'll go get put on to long term which is the big unit which is about uh, about 20 cells there so it is solitary you are kept there by yourself um, the first time I went there I, I was tipped from Barwon so I, I came from Acacia and I got moved to Charlotte, so that was sort of my first taste of um, of the Port Phillip pokey. So the the slot we call it the pokey as well. Um, so yeah, when when you get to but then after that, you know, I, I went there a few times, spent some long periods of time down there. Again, it's the it's the place that you don't want to go there in the, in the Victorian prison system. But um, I'll, I'll give the rundown. So so again, so when you first get down there, you go to what's called the spine or the EPA. And basically that's like loss of privileges. You don't get nothing. There's two little run out yards at the end of the corridor where they'll take you for an hour if you want to go for a run out. Um, most people don't though. You know, most people don't because um, uh, they do it early in the morning anyway. So most people just stay in their cells because um, it's just a small little run out cage thing you know there's nothing there it's just an empty empty um empty like space you know where you can just cut a few laps you know it's got a brasco there in that sink but that's about it and um but that place down there so that's a lot of people don't like going down there you know it's it's, it gets noisy down there real noisy so you know a lot of because they put protection prisoners down there as well and as soon as they come down they're getting burnt, you know as soon as they um, they say, they'll try and say they're from a mainstream unit but once they they get quizzed of you know who was there, who were you there with and it doesn't add up then they'll just start getting burnt. So they'll just start, people will start yelling at them all night. So if you're going down there you better be prepared not to get, catch any sleep. Um, so yeah, that's that's the spine there. But then after 28 days, you'll get moved to the main unit, which is solitary though. But the thing is, you can talk through the vents and stuff. You can still talk. There's still um, communication, still politics that go down in the unit, but it, it's solitary, you know, so it's super max. Um, and then the main unit there, so you get a bit more than what you would down the spine. You know, you get TV, you get your canteen and you get the, the, the run-out yards are a little better. So how, how it works in Charlotte, is you've got four run there. So you've got yard one, yard two, yard three, and yard four. So yard two, it's big. It's a big um, concrete, like um, smaller than a basketball court. Wait, like maybe half a basketball court, if that. Um, but it's a big space, all concrete though. Nothing there. You'll be running out in there by yourself uh, for two hours. Um, but they've got like a chin up bar there, dip bar. So you can punch out, you can punch out your workout. Um, And then you've got yard three, which is just a a small little room. Again, concrete um, wire mesh on the top. And there's a punching bag there so you can hit the bag for a bit. Um, Again, you can spend two hours in there a day. Um, So how it works is they rotate every day, you'll get a different yard by yourself so they've also got uh, yard four there which is just another empty room doesn't have anything in it just to cut laps and that and then on the other side of the unit you've got yard one now this yard is like three cages so you've got two cages here and a cage that runs across so three people can actually go into that yard so that yard there is a bit of mixing But again, it's through a cage there, you know, so you can talk and do all of that, but you can't like really touch each other. But again, you can sort of speak through the cages and there's a little hole in the door. So you can sort of like pass things or shake hands and that, but it's still, there's no mixing, you know, so it's just these cages. Um, So yeah, when I first went to Charlotte unit, it was, it was pretty noisy, you know, um, You know, there's drugs in prison, you know, there's drugs everywhere. So there's a lot of um, fishing and in there as well, because, um, you know, you can communicate there like by yelling out through the vents. But the thing is, the screws can hear you, you know, so you do like so you can fish, you know, like fish um, notes between each other, you know, and pass messages that way. Or like us, like, man, we did all sorts of stuff down there. Like we came up with our own language down there. Um, came up with our own Morse code down there because you got nothing but time, you know, so like at night, you know, all night we'll just be like like just communicating like this, like just coming up with um <laughs> just coming up with secret messages, you know, so we can converse, you know, in front of the in front of the screws. So basically what fishing is, is um you'll have like a, you you rip out string yeah from your blanket and um you 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 make it like a long line and what you do is you get like an anchor which you can use anything really if you can use a plastic knife anything from that to like uh you get these little bushel coffee satchels in jail and you can just fill those with toothpaste and then put the string through tie it around and you can flick that under your door and um, basically the other guy on the other end will flick it out as well and um they, they the lines tangle you know and you can pull it in and you can you know um pass drugs pass notes whatever again you know there's a lot of politics that still go down there because it is solitary so sometimes when you're with the same boys all the time talking and that it can get a bit tedious you know i've seen a lot of boys fall out down there um definitely a hard place though you know like um Man, I've been cooked down there, you know, like um, been smoking ice, you know, haven't slept for like three days. I think that was the longest. I didn't sleep for like three days and man, I was cooked, you know, it's looking back at it now. Solitary confinement isn't the place that you want to be smoking um, hard drugs, you know, because it just fries your brain, man. Um, You know, three days I hadn't slept, you know, oh man it was it was messed up because you're just your eyes are just wide open all night you're you're alone you know um if it's summer as well man you're just gonna be sweating all night long can't sleep um that was the last time you know it was summer you know a package came through i was just getting cooked on the on the ice um staying up all night you know um by sweating as well you know so you're like leaning over having a burn and like you're sweating and then the sweat like falls into the foil and then you're like oh so, but you keep smoking so you're like smoking sweat mixed with with methamphetamine let's do some grimy grimy stuff and then in jail but um yeah so that's that's charlotte you you know um, i even had a mate that one of the boys died down there unfortunately um uh there was a package of drugs inside his stomach and it had burst it actually um so you know because ways you can hide drugs in jail obviously is through the back pocket you know so that's through your back cavity so that's the main one you know that's where you you hide stuff in there you know because there's no way that the screws are going to get into that so that's one of the safest places but also you can swallow balloons and you know either wait for them to come out the other end or spew them back out and um yeah but the thing with that though was as dangerous as in you know it can get stuck in there or the balloon can burst and um unfortunately that's what happened to the bro and unfortunately he passed away down there so that was that stayed with me always you know because i thought man this dude was 21 when he died he had been in the solitary confinement for two years so for the last two years, all he had known was was that solitary confinement, you know. So that always stuck with me, man. That, And then especially afterwards, you know, sort of just life goes on, you know. You live, you die, and just everything just sort of moves on, you know, once you're gone. So, um, yeah, but that's a little taste of of Charlotte unit. A um, lot of punch-ons down there. Um with the officers, you know, you see a lot of um, officers, you know, running in, running in cells, you know, um, three or four of them on one prisoner, you know, cause in jail when you're going on with the screws, it's it's, it's never going to be a, a, a fair fight, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's never fair, you know, it's never just going to be a one on one. You will be getting jumped um, <clears throat> and you most likely will be getting charged as well. Um, yeah. So, Met a lot of boys down there. I was down there with this um, Paul Haig. Some people know that name. He was like the longest serving prisoner um, in Victoria. He shot a little boy though. He was a hitman, and um, he killed a, he killed a lady and her son was there as well. So he had killed her as well. He was like 10 years old, so he was down there. But yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, as far as. Um, the slot is concerned in Victoria, this is like the, the the lowest of the low, you know, it's the place that you definitely don't want to go to, you know, but yeah, over time, you know, like down the spine there, you see a lot down there, you know, like people slashing up, you know, um, people, it's a funny place, the slot, because again, you get a lot of boneyard prisoners that come down there, so that's protection, so you get a lot of them that, that come down there, and it's like, um, they, they'll, like, sometimes they'll, like, I've seen people, like, because, say, if we've got smokes or something down there, like, if they come through, they'll, if you give them a smoke, like, they'll slice their own wrists, like, straight up, like, that's just how it is, like, we'll send them a smoke, and, and they'll do it as well, like, they'll slash up and do all of that, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a place of mind games, you know, solitary confinement, playing mind games with people, um, but yeah, you see a lot down there. Um, you know, you see people crack. You see people lose it again. You see people going on with the screws quite a bit. Um, you know, fighting and um, that sort of stuff. So you get you get put in long term for different reasons. Um, like I said, you know, the original the original time I went down there, I got a tip from uh, Acacia um, up at Bowen, so I got moved to Charlotte. But you know, over the years, you know, I've been down there for you know assaulting supervisors um allegations of standovers in the unit you know um, note dropping all of that sort of stuff like i'll, I'll do an episode on what all that st- sort of stuff means what the boneyard yard is but this is just about charlotte this one but yeah all sorts of allegations you know allegations of trafficking drugs in prison yes yeah, so again that's charlotte unit um that's my little yarn on charlotte unit i will be doing another i'll be doing episodes on all of the all of the jails that I've been to all the sort of units that I've been to you know like um you know sort of solitary and intermediate regime units um yeah just that sort of stuff um but yeah oh and in regards to my last video that I've uploaded so I uploaded a, a video um <laughs> the other day my airport for the, the prison wasn't too happy about that one it was a bit of a breach of security that one um so they're, they're hating on me they hate me but um yeah we'll, we'll we'll keep that one on ice for now but keep keep a keep an eye on the um list that might come back up and might not who knows but um yeah anyway that's my little um <clears throat> talk on uh Charlotte unit at their portfolio much love everyone and peace out.